Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane, president of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, directors at SAPSA. We are here to reassure you that you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Today, again, we have a special guest, Daniel Kalik, with a special ministry in Israel. And today we want to talk about very basic belief in the Bible, belief from the very first verse. Terry, you had the lead question for him. Okay, well, Daniel, there's, uh, as you know, there's a lot of Christians that just want to emphasize what we call the New Testament, uh, what what you would call the, well, I guess you would refer, I'm not sure, I guess you refer to it as the New Testament. I'm not sure how you refer to the, what we call the New Testament. Jesus, whenever Jesus talked about the scriptures, he was talking about the Hebrew Bible or, or what we would call the Old Testament. As, as well as whenever Paul or the other New Testament writers were talked about the scriptures, they were talking about what we now call the Old Testament, starting with Genesis. So, as a Jewish believer, how important are the scriptures that Jesus referred to? How important is it for us as Christians to, to know and believe the scriptures? Well, uh, let me try to bring what you might consider a, a little bit of a different perspective to this for a moment. First of all, when Jesus Yeshua was alive, Christianity, as we know it, didn't exist. When Paul, whose name is Saul, mm-hmm. was alive, Christianity, as we know it, didn't exist, nor did the so-called New Testament. Right. So, so for Jewish believers, they, and Another perspective to keep in mind is that the Christianity really birthed as a sect of Judaism because Yeshua spoke, Jesus spoke, in synagogues on Shabbat, as we call it in Israel, we call it Sabbath, we call it Shabbat, uh, spoke only in the synagogues. And so I think if we put this in perspective, his ministry, Jesus' ministry, was to his own people. It was subsequent that he commissioned Paul to take the ministry to the Gentiles, or what uh, typically is called the Goyim, that's a a Hebrew term. So it's important, I believe, for folks to at least get an accurate timeline perspective uh, on this, so we, we really know that when you use terms such as Old Testament, and I'll bring it fast forward uh, into a Christian realm for a moment, if you're a Christian or Gentile and you're trying to witness or bring a non or a Jewish uh, person who's not yet a believer to understand who Jesus is and bring him to faith, the moment you use the term Old Testament, that can be interpreted by that Jewish person as being out of date. And that can potentially diminish the opportunity to witness to that person, because for the Jewish folks that don't yet believe, that's the only scripture they know. 
terminology which is appropriate, effective, uplifting, and accurate. Because otherwise, we run the risk of you know going down an, uh, an unproductive road. So it's absolutely essential. And when you want to talk about the so-called Old Testament, which we call the Tanakh, which is an acronym for the Torah or instructions, the writings and the prophets. There are some churches today that only have the so-called New Testament and don't even have the complete Bible in their pews. And when folks ask us about that, our response is, that's like having a roof on no walls, no floor, and no foundation. It cannot stand on its own. In order for you to fully understand Scripture, you have to have the whole house, the foundation, the floor, the walls, and what have you. And that's the whole Bible. Put the New Testament on, that's the roof. Well, you are mirroring uh, uh, really what the focus of our ministry here in uh, the United States is. We find that many of the problems of disbelief, of people moving away from the church, the Bible, from God, from Jesus in this country can be somewhat attributed, if not totally attributed, to their disbelief in the Word. And if they do not believe in Genesis or the first 11 chapters in Genesis or that they are recognized that Jesus, Paul, and the apostles quoted from the Old Testament as truth, as real history, then that leads to disbelief. And it, it's a problem here. And uh, from what I'm hearing with you, you don't make that connection. It's a problem there. Well, um not only do I agree with that, but I'll give you another example, uh, a scriptural example. Probably one of the most central verses in scripture that uh, folks talk about when it comes to, quote, old versus new is Jeremiah 31, the so-called New Testament. I know you all know what, what I'm talking about there. But what folks tend to either disregard or ignore is many folks will cherry pick certain verses in scripture in order to fit their agenda. And what many of them fail to do when they're reading uh, Jeremiah 31 is realize, first of all, this is a Jewish prophet being used by the Lord, speaking to his own people 600 years before Jesus ever came to earth. He's telling his own people that there is going to be a new covenant, and who is the covenant going to be written or going to be with? It's going to be with the house of Jacob and the house of Israel. That's the Jewish people. That's the family and commonwealth of Israel. And at the end of that little chapter there, he says, I will remember their sins no more. I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. So what is God saying there? Is he telling the Jews you've been replaced? You're not going to be part of the new covenant? Absolutely not. And so I think we really need to understand what scripture is telling us and not go off on some interpretation that you heard from someone else that was passed on to someone else. Look at scripture, pray about it, read it for yourself. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Daniel Kalick. If you would like to learn more, to go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Today we're, talk we're talking with Daniel Kalick about a very special ministry in Israel and really the focus topic right now is the worth of reading, acknowledging, and believing in the Old Testament scriptures. 
too often in America today, we try to say it's just Jesus only and ignore the Old Testament. And Daniel, I think we do that at our own what danger at our at 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 our own detriment. Yes, go if you take up on that. I think that there is a how can I how can I define this in a quick simple phrase? I think there's a get out of jail free card mentality that exists with a lot of Christians today. Okay, you go to church, a typical church service, anywhere from sixty to seventy five minutes long. It's a lot of feel good, hand slapping, high fiving, you know, slick this, slick that, production wise and what have you, and leave church and go back to your lifestyle and thinking that you really don't have a whole lot more to do because you went to church this week. Well, I beg to differ with that. Uh, God is with us, Emmanuel, and God never stops listening, watching, and what have you. And it doesn't matter where you go, if you go into a closet or you go into a cave, you can't get away from God. And one of the biggest problems that we have today, I believe, is that there are messages being spoken from platforms which are built on 1,800 years of incorrect, and I'll use that term, incorrect interpretation of Scripture, which if someone is really hungry for the Word of God, then don't go to church and listen to what your pastor says and not check that, because too much of what's coming off the platforms today does not reflect what Scripture actually says. And Pew studies have confirmed that. So how are folks who go to church ever going to know if the message they're hearing about Israel being replaced or the Old Testament is irrelevant, how are they going to know that that's not true unless they actually open Scripture and read it for themselves? Amen. Did did Jesus say something about Moses and the prophets? I I believe that was uh, uh, when Lazarus went to heaven and the believe the rich man went to hell and the rich man went out to warn his brothers and 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 Jesus said uh, you've had Moses and the yeah, prophets yeah and if, if, if you don't believe Moses and the prophets you won't believe someone raised from the, the dead. dead that's correct if you don't believe Moses how will you ever believe me if you don't understand mm-hmm. Moses how will you ever understand me so what he was doing when he said that is he was affirming a couple of things. First of all, he was born, raised, lived, taught, ministered, died, rose again, and will return as a Jew. Okay? That's not to dismiss anything that Christians believe at all, but the man was a Jew. And he was telling the folks who were listening, this is what you have to study in order to understand me. And that's a message that Gentiles really are ignoring or don't truly understand. Because if you don't understand his Jewishness, if you don't understand the Jewish roots of the Christian faith, you are missing out on the richness of God's full message. You make a a great point in the fact that we too often, especially in America, think of ourselves first. And when you read Scripture, what you find out is God's original covenant was with the Jewish people and, that, and he does not run away from his covenants, his promises. And the end times is all described in what will come to fulfillment with 
the Jewish people, and the Jewish nation. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones-Maltzberger in Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzadel, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.